Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. All right, so we're talking about while we wait. Now, before you turn this off, because that's the last thing many of us want to hear, we just want the victory. We just want a quick fix, uh, a formula to how to get through this struggle, how to get this blessing, whatever it is. I think it's really important to talk about while we wait, because many of us, really struggle in this area, we don't wait well. We do not wait on God well at all. And that causes us to really miss out on some key elements that God is wanting to uh, teach us, to do in us, right? To, to, to uh, he wants us to grow in so many different areas. And a lot of it happens in the waiting. Most of it happens in the waiting. Lamentations 325 says this, The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. So while we wait, God is good. Many of us do not feel that way. There's been so many times in my life that while I'm waiting, it does not feel like God is good because in the waiting, I feel lost. I'm wondering how is this going to change? When is this going to change? Is it ever going to change? I'm too busy focused on what it looks like instead of what God could possibly do or what the word says God will do, right? And so we, so many times we just look at our situation, we look at what's in the natural, right? And we're, we just get frustrated. We get overwhelmed and we just get depressed or filled with anxiety. And a lot of us kind of shut down. We stop reading the word. We stop praying to God. We stop hoping and believing that God is going to come through. So in that waiting, we just kind of isolate and cocoon, cocoon ourselves and we remove ourselves from the things of God. And that doesn't help us. There's so much growth that could happen if we wait the right way. So when we wait, God does a couple of things. One, he keeps us. He keeps us. He keeps us from insanity, right? We could try to do things our own way and it just drives us mad. Like we end up digging a deeper hole into the situation. We are digging ourselves into a deeper hole because we are trying to be God. We're trying to fix it. We're trying to handle it. We're trying to navigate this blindly. We're trying to fix someone else. We're trying to get someone else to jump on the page that we think that they should jump on. We are trying to get them to change their attitude and and, and their mindset. And these are not things that we're qualified to do. We can plant seeds in people, but it's only, it's only God who grows those people. It's only God who can put things into motion the only way he can and to change things. And so he keeps us from these bad decisions that we make because we're trying to be the God of our own lives. We're trying to fix stuff ourselves. And he's keeping us from the destruction of the enemy because so many times the enemy is just wanting us to fix it on our own, try to do it on our own because he has this plan of stealing from us, trying to kill us, trying to destroy what God is building, what God has built up within us, within our lives. And so if we allow uh, ourselves to fall into the trap of the enemy, into the trap of doing this ourselves, we may end up uh, um, 
working on behalf of the enemy and pushing against what God is trying to do. God, so many times he's just like, yo, just relax, just chill, wait on me, trust me, read my word, worship me, pray to me, do these things and let me work. Not just in that situation, but work within you. But that is not appealing to many people, okay? And so he keeps us from our own insanity, from making bad decisions, and from the destruction of the enemy. And something else that he does, he works on our behalf. God is setting things into motion that we know nothing about. Whenever I think of how God works, I think of a spider web, right? So you look at the center of the spider web and there's so many just lines that go outward and they cross over one another to make this intricate uh, web, right? And it's woven so well. When God is working in our lives, he's not just focused on one thing. We are. We're focused on the one thing or two or three things that we need God to fix. God, fix my marriage. God, fix this relationship. God, um, help me not to fall into this um, sin anymore. Help change my mind and my heart, right? So we are laser focused on a specific problem. God is bigger than our problem. Not to say that he, he doesn't care. Of course he cares. Of course he cares. But he's trying to fix. He's trying to um, create change in a multitude of areas, not just our one area. So for example, uh, in my life, you know, I'm just like, okay, God, I need for you to, I don't know, I have to make it up. I don't know, help me in, you know, the area of, uh, I don't know, I'm drawing a blank right now, but cause there's gotta be stuff. Um, God help me in the area of this in my life, right? Just one thing that you're struggling with. Uh, let's say help me to help change this person. Okay. Let's go with that. Change this person because they are, um, creating strife and division in other relationships in my life. Change this person. If I can't remove myself from this person, right? Work. That is an easy one to go with, right? Someone at work, change this person so I could feel better in my life, right? So God isn't just focused on just changing that person. He wants to also change how you see that person, right? Because so many times we're just like, uh, you know, we just have these negative thoughts where we're just wanting to not necessarily, we don't care about maybe saving their soul. We're just like, this person is bothering me. Just fix it. You know, God wants to save their soul. God wants to change other relationships in their life. God wants to give us the patience to deal with things that push against us and, and bother us and drive us crazy. He wants to put more love in us so that we can uh, project that love out towards them so that they can experience the love of Jesus here on earth, right? Because God can work in their lives, but oftentimes God wants to manifest um, in the natural his love. He wants people to feel and see his love in the natural, be able to experience that. And people who are far from Christ, when they have those encounters, many of us have had those encounters. I have had that encounter. 
when people love us the way Jesus loves us, the way God asks us to love others, it just softens us. It does something to us. It helps us to say, man, I want more of this God. Therefore, I will submit myself to him, you know? And so God is doing more than just that one thing. He is, it, it's, a, it's a ripple effect. It's a ripple effect. He wants to work not only in your life, but the lives of other people to be able to just um, do a multitude of things in their minds and in their hearts and in their lives, okay? Um, Isaiah 40, 31 says this, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Now, with this, this type of obedience to the word, it produces growth in our walk. Again, God isn't just focused on that one thing. He wants to work in an array of areas in our life, right? So that obedience to the word, it produces growth. It gives us wisdom, wisdom to know that, okay, if I take a step back and stop trying to fix this on my own, stop giving God uh, a timetable of when this needs to happen, stop trying to um, tell other people, hey, you need to fix this right now, like period. It doesn't work with us, so why do we expect it to work with other people, right? So it gives us wisdom to know that, okay, doing this God's way works better than doing it my way. So I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to breathe and I'm going to allow God to use me so that I can be a conduit for his love, his grace, his mercy, and whatever it is that he wants to do in our life. This is the growth that we're needing. Okay. Um, it also allows us to look back and see how God has moved. When we are obedient, when we look back over our life, just the last season, look over. If you're obedient, you can look back to last year and see how God has moved, period. I can look back in my life and I can see how if I were to do things my way, my flesh can be so quick to cut people off. Like this is, this is Jessica, okay? Jessica says, you know, you treat me a certain way, I don't need you, okay? Um, I'm going to cut you off from my life because I want to be healthy. I don't want drama, so I don't need you, right? And God isn't necessarily like that. He's like, okay, pump the brakes. We all have issues. I need for you. Now, disclaimer, sometimes there are people that we need to let go from our lives, okay? But then there's other times when God just says, hey, I just need for you to be quiet, don't say what you want to say, right? I need for you to step back. I need for you to love them and be patient. Let me work. You just take a step back, okay? Just take a step back and let me work. And so often, God has restored relationships in my life. And I am so grateful for that. Because if I were to cut people off, I would have no, <laughs> I would have very few people in my life if I had done those things. But now I have many people in my life because I allowed God to work through me. 
what God has given to me, I give to others. God has given me grace because I'm not perfect, because I make the same mistakes over and over, not purposefully, but um, by accident or because I'm trying to navigate this this um, this life of, okay, changing the way you think, changing the way you act, right? We're navigating these things. And so um, God has given me grace. He has loved me through my confusion. He's loved me through my thinking that I know everything. And so I give that to other people. And then relationships are not only restored, but strengthened. And then next thing you know, another season that comes in our life where things are difficult, we may rely on those people. We will rely on those other relationships. Those are blessings waiting to happen. That one person that you wanted to let go of that now God has restored, that's your next hookup for another blessing and you don't even know it, right? So, so many times we want to do things on our own, but if we take a breather and we say, I'm going to let God work, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to seek God and do whatever it is he wants me to do, um, we will see the blessings of God we will have the peace of God, the joy of God, even in circumstances that are less than desirable, okay? Um, and we change. We change for the better. We have more peace. We have more joy. We um, have more patience, right? And we begin to change our mindsets um, that we have had that were possibly just very negative, Um attitudes and belief systems that were not healthy, we begin to change because it isn't everyone else that's the problem all the time. We are also the problem in certain areas. And so when we submit ourselves to God and say, God, uh, I'm going to wait on you and be obedient to you in the midst of waiting because I know you're good, then God will begin to change us so that we can be a blessing to other people and change them so that they can be a blessing to us. And no one is worse at waiting, I think, than babies. I have a two month old and well, she's seven weeks and she's just the cutest thing ever. Um, but God spoke to me one night, it was like two, three in the morning and she'll wake up in the middle of the night because she wants a bottle, okay? This is every night, okay? So, of course, I'm used to it. I'm definitely used to it. But every time she begins to wake up, I run downstairs, I fix the bottle, right? And then I come, bring it up, and I feed it to her, and then I put her back to sleep. But she's not good at waiting. She starts to squirm. She pouts her little bottom lip out, and then she basically just starts to cry or cry her head off, okay? Sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to make the bottle because, um, you know, I'm doing formula instead of breast milk. So it's a little bit longer to heat up in the water, right? Or I didn't have the bottle kind of pre-prepped so that it could be done quicker. I got to open up a bottle. I got to do this, do that. Maybe I have to wash something real quick, but I'm getting it done because I love her and I'm not going to starve her, right? I love her more than anything in this world. And I do not want to see her upset and cry. I want to give her everything that she needs. So 
in spite of the fact that I always provide her needs for her, she still cries thinking that she may not get it. She still gets anxious and frustrated, wondering, you know, am I going to get this bottle I needed? Is someone going to get this for me? That is us with God. God always, this may sound silly, but he always gives us the bottle. (laughs) He always picks us up and rocks us when we need it. But we continue to think that he's not going to show up. We continue to think that he's not going to provide our needs for us. Somehow we think that God uh, doesn't love us as much as he actually does. If we can love other people, if we can love our children as much as we do, my goodness, that is nothing compared to the love that God has for us. Nothing. And so... If we spent more time trusting God, being obedient while we wait, God will provide the necessary things that we need in our lives. He will not give us things that we do not need. Okay? Kids want candy. You know? A lot of it. No. Right? God's like, okay, you don't need this. I know you want it. I know you think you need it, but you don't because what's going to happen is you're going to eat it. You're going to get sick. You're going to throw up. That's going to be a lot worse. You think that's not going to happen, but I already know the future. And so if we were to trust God and be obedient in the waiting, we would be so better off in our, in our walk as Christians. We will rest in peace We will rest in the joy of the Lord, knowing that he's got it. We won't be so anxious or depressed over certain situations and circumstances, thinking that God just has left us and forsook us. No, that's that's not what he's doing. We have to learn to trust God, allow him to work on our behalf, be obedient, allow God to grow us, so that we can look back and see the goodness of the Lord in our lives. And if you look back and you feel as though you don't see that, maybe you are too busy being the God of your own life. Maybe you're the one that's getting in the way of God doing what he knows needs to be done. Maybe it's our pride that says, you know what? No, 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 no. This is how it's going to be. I'm not going to let anyone do this. I'm going to, no. We can't share the throne with God. Either he's on it or we're on it. And if we're on the throne, our lives are pretty much full of chaos, constant disappointment, constant destruction, constant, I don't know, everything bad, right? Um, Because the Bible says that we can have the fruit of the Spirit. That's not to say that we won't have times in our life where we aren't depressed or we aren't feeling these human emotions. Of course we will. But if it's a continuous thing that does not stop, there might be an issue. 
there might be an area in our lives where we are not giving the control over to God. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I definitely enjoyed uh, sharing it with you. Um, I am definitely back to doing my one-on-one -on -one mentorings. If you want to contact me, please do. Shoot me an email, shoot me a message. Email's better. Love at the cross dot rgv at gmail.com. You can shoot me a message and I'll respond back within 48 hours. Um, I love doing one-on-ones, speaking with you guys, uh, being able to help navigate you through these ups and downs of life as you walk out of the LGBTQ or as your kids walk out of the LGBTQ or are in it and you're just wondering, oh my God, what do I do? I'm here for you. I'm a servant of the Lord and I am ready and willing to um, be of service to you. That's what I like to do, most definitely. So you can hit me up. I hope that you guys enjoyed this and I'll definitely see you guys next time. Remember, these podcasts are bi-weekly, so every other Sunday you'll have another one, okay? See you guys next time.